0: Because, you know, that's that's what's done, you know. I had my mac and cheese. Oh, God. Dude, it's like a starch lunch. I had mac and cheese and potato chips.
1: You need to um, uh, get some other healthier um, things up there for yourself.
0: Like some greens or something?
1: Yeah. Nah, you Go to a Central Market and buy a bunch of stuff and stock up that refrigerator and put your name all over it. <laughs> So, the other campers don't take it. But seriously, they have like all these great salads and sandwiches and fruit things and stuff and they, that already comes in like plastic that will, you know, be good for a week. And they have beer too, you know. And you got a beer? No, they had, no, I didn't have a beer today. Oh. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Today's exactly. not over, dude. <laughs> no, I know. The Oscars are tonight. So, you have yeah. to have a beer during the Oscars.
0: You know, you know, um, my new favorite is uh, have you had Fracker Stout yet?
1: Um, I did not have that the other night. We went to Good Friends and they were having a stout tasting. Nice. So you got three if you wanted to. If y'all had been there, you would have loved it. But um, I didn't do it because I don't like stouts that much. But they had the, this other thing, which was um, a Sierra Nevada quad 10% something or other. It was Ooh. very dark as well, but it tasted like uh, a medium, you know, uh, darkness beer. And <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you can tell I'm a beer aficionado. Yeah. I just, like, um anyway, it was it was delicious. Well um, dude,
0: the uh the fracker stout I think I wonder if it's kind of like an ode to vertical drilling or something. Mm. Or horizontal drilling, I guess is what it would Why, be. Why,
1: cause the word fracker or what? Yeah.
0: Oh. Fracker. Mm. It's earthy. I hear something being poured. Is that a beer?
1: No, that's my Ozarka water. Ah my throat lubricated.
0: You, you know what I want more than a beer right now? Is I, w- I wish we were recording this outside. It's so nice today. Oh,
1: it's so beautiful. Yes. Oh, no i'm I get to go shoot a uh, really modern three million dollar home later which i'm excited about because the weather's nice. perfect today sky's blue um yeah so it's a really cool modern home here in dallas that's that i'm kind of pumped about so that's cool dude yeah i'm gonna try to shoot some more modern homes and get those in my portfolio for lots of different reasons so i've hooked up with uh the real estate guy who helped uh, get me in this home and sell my last house and all kinds of stuff. And he's going to hook me up and, and, and let, get me into shooting some some modern homes. So I'm excited about that. Nice, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. That is very slick. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a fun day today. Podcast. <laughs> shoot Oscars. some modern homes. Oscars. What time do you got to go shoot? Um, Around five. Ah, you going to make the Oscars? Oh, yeah. Then start till 730. Ah, you're good.
0: You're good. Yep.
1: Good. It's all you're planned good. out.
0: Oh sunset, yeah, very nice. <laughs> I'm ready for the day to be longer, though. I gotta say,
1: it's uh, I, we're about to change.
0: Yeah, it changes it, like in March, I think,
1: or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not so doing
0: South by this year.
1: You know, I've never gone except for the music part, you but I've never go. been part of the conference like you have, oh. which is probably a lot of fun. I think if they would have a photography part, I'd be there There's for the Photography sure. part. Um, there is a whole photography part. Well, it's yeah. I mean, it it's, plays under multimedia and all yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like Tyler said, South by Southwest photography. Well, Tyler you know, like, said
0: he's going down to be like Instagram guy. You know. Oh yeah. But he's getting paid to go, which is wild.
1: I know. Uh, if anyone out there is listening to this show and would like me to uh, go to South by Southwest and take Instagram fi- pictures for, for you, <laughs> I will do that, and Ted will go with me.
0: That's right. I'll be the assistant.
1: We will both. We two of us spread out across South by Southwest can document everything you need. I can so. carry
0: a recharging cable for your phone.
1: We'll we'll, we'll charge you.
0: You know you know what oh. they do. It's kind of cool when I when I went in. Oh, what was it ten? I think was the last time I went. Two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like you know because it's it's a serious geek fest and so like mm-hmm. everybody's on their cell phones the whole time and you know you run out of juice. Well, they had like charging lockers and I think it was free. You could like go. Basically, they give you a key, put your phone in a charger, lock it up, come get it later.
1: That's very cool. Yeah,
0: it is pretty cool. I wouldn't have wanted to
1: run that. Can you imagine how many adapters
0: you'd have to have for various phones and such?
1: That's very cool. And, and a modern thing like that, you have to think about, about that. That's awesome. But you know, even going to the airport nowadays is so much better than it used to be with every every time you sit down in the seats, in between you and the other seat is like all kinds of USB ports and charging stuff for your cell phones and all that. What airline so, are you flying? Uh, well, I, I haven't seen that, Southwest dude. or American Airlines ah. last time. Yeah, a lot of these – um yeah, they're they're updating all, all the terminals now to where when you're sitting there you can be on your laptop the whole time or your phone the whole time and it not run run all your juice out.
0: Dude, it's about damn time. Hello. You know? I'm just I hear saying. You. I know. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had to travel in a while. Well I'm going to South by but I'm gonna drive.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, so, yeah. Cool. So, how trip. long are you going to be there
0: for? Uh, it's like four or five days. I, I've been before. It wears you out. It's, it's oh, I bet. That's a long time. It's kind of like because uh, you know it's at the Austin Convention Center, and, and you're
1: like, you're kind of like doing all day every day.
0: Yeah, I'm an, I'm doing it a lot differently this year. I have to admit. Um, yeah, well, uh, here, to I have a whole, show. Do what? You can promote our shows. That's exactly why I'm going. Awesome. And uh, see, here's the deal. I have – I'm just trying to decide which tangent I want to take here. But, um, so you know, here's the deal with conferences. And you know everybody goes to conferences. You know you go to conferences.
1: I like to, yeah, but I'm like a one conference a day dude.
0: Yeah, but see, here's the deal with conferences, and I learned this the hard way a couple of years ago. But, but you know, you always go and you go to the sessions and you sit in, you know, and that gets eh, you know, whatever. But the reason to go to a conference is to do your networking. I right? Mean, screw, screw the sessions, man. You don't want oh, to yeah. sit there. That that's a waste of time when you could be like hunting people down. And that's the time to go punting people down. Because, you know, nobody's out in the halls and stuff. So right. anyway, so I'm going with a different mindset. I'm going to take my business cards. I'm going to try and do some promotion. And Very uh,
1: cool, man. Yeah, you I'm know, excited. I would probably go with you if I hadn't just done this Texas Photo Roundup, which was the equivalent yeah, of yeah. that kind of on a smaller scale for photography. Sure. And I, I blew a lot of money there, but it totally all worth it. Like you just said, made a ton of connections in the industry and uh would definitely want to do it again next year and and may go to south by southwest but if anybody 's from south by southwest listening, is listening to this too, if uh photography can become a bigger part of that whole thing, um, then uh, that would be great, and I think... Well, they to, did, like out.
0: last year, actually, you know what would be cool? Next year, you and I, it's, it's it's weird, and I always forget, we should pitch something for a session. Anybody can pitch a session.
1: Okay, because they do small sessions, sessions yeah, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, they go on all day, and they they get, like, you know, three, four people in to kind of talk about a topic and then take Q&A, and when I was there in 2010, they had, uh, what's his name, Philip Bloom, uh, the okay. guy who does a lot of DSLR video. Okay. Uh, he was there, and, did, and it, you know, I mean, it was marginally interesting, but, I mean... Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's important. Like you know, if you if you're gonna go to a conference, if you get a chance to try to speak, that would be good. But the problem is, is they do the uh, the call for entries and stuff. I think it's pretty much kind of right after the conference when I'm never thinking about it. So right. I got to yeah. pay attention. Like a
1: year before,
0: we should do it next year, dude. You and yeah. me. N A, let's go. Well,
1: cool. Uh, do you have like a. Uh, a pass to go to everything the whole time or do you have to pick and choose what you want to go to
0: well no you have a pass to go to everything but there's so much going on
1: so what are you going to what are are you focusing on on attending this year
0: uh see that's the deal so i'm not very much
1: That sounds really –
0: no, I mean i got to get the schedule and if it's something I'm dying to see, fine. Uh-huh. Uh, but other than that, it's more like who's going to be there and who I want to get in touch with and who I can but share was, are with. Are
1: there just certain ones that are like speakers speaking on photography and things like that? Yeah, you'll,
0: you'll see stuff like that. It's like sessions everywhere and they do it at the convention center and there will probably be five or six going on in tandem at once and mm-hmm. and there's stuff across town. and The, the frustrating things, if you are – and they, they offer some great sessions, but if you're really into that, sometimes it's frustrating because you realize you have 10 minutes between sessions and And the other one's like downtown and you got to walk and Mm -hmm. you're not going to make it. So, I mean, you have to be okay with the fact you're not going to see everything. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, because it's in that convention center, it's kind of like, you know, if going to like a basketball game where it's real crowded, you know, right, like for five days straight.
1: (laughs) Well, what's great, what's great, too, is that I noticed about this last thing that I went to is the happy hours yes. and, uh, and, and the small little get-togethers, the little after-parties and stuff like that. That's where you really get to know people. <coughs>
0: yeah, I think um, so.
1: Yeah, having some drinks and, and having conversations one-on-one and introducing yourself and handing out business cards and all that. You really get to, to meet a lot of people sorry I'm And South by on. Southwest really is internationally known now isn't it? I mean people oh, yeah, would, yeah. over in London would, would pretty much know what we're talking about if they're uh, yeah, probably. in I mean, that if you, realm of, if you, of, if, you of the, thing.
0: if you follow the tech nerd thing at all well and and to clarify if you've never heard of it it started out I don't I think music may have been first or film one of the two but it's, it's mm-hmm. basically three festivals in one mm-hmm. and you can buy like and I would love to do it one year it's just it's hard to get a month and a half to do it or a month or whatever but you know there's a, a film festival a music festival and then this interactive festival mm-hmm. and and then music, it's – they have sessions and stuff during the day, but then they showcase bands at night, and that's a big deal. Yeah, um, There's bands that have literally kind of put, made their mark at South by. It's, sure. It, it takes or place even if a, you're
1: invited, you're like – you're already doing something right.
0: Yeah, and it takes place in Austin, Texas. So if you are not familiar with that. We just kind of assume everybody knows everything. But yeah. then they also have a film festival um, that's kind of interesting, and then the interactive. And they kind of dovetail a little bit, and they'll have a few events that you know you can get in with, with just your pass if you want. So I, I remember – yeah, I remember it dovetailed a little bit with film. There were a couple film things that we could have gone to. I didn't, but uh, – But
1: it's expensive too. If you want to do all of that together yeah, and stay is. in a hotel the whole time or whatever, um, I'm sure – like if you have friends there and stuff like that, that's a good way to go.
0: Well, you uh, have to. I mean the, here's the, here's the deal with the hotels too. <laughs> Anything in Austin during South by Southwest doubles their rates because everything everything's sold out, out yes. and everything's
1: double the price, right? Oh, and
0: it, it's, it's – yeah, it's just like bend over and get ready because uh, <laughs> we're taking your wallet and everything. <laughs> we're going to lose our clean rating on iTunes. <laughs>
1: We've already lost <laughs> we pretty much due to you every single
0: week. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the funny story about the, the, the tie over is uh, my friend Stuart, who, who I met years ago. He's a friend of mine who lives in London, and he's coming over again this year. We're going to go. In fact, if anybody wants to do a meetup, maybe I should start. Advertising yes, in Austin. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be fun to meet people. But anyway, uh, Stuart came over in 2010 when we went. We just decided to go together. Well, we were getting ready to leave, and you know, you're, you're pretty fried when the whole thing's over. And, and here I got a three-hour drive back to Dallas and all this. From all the so, pot mode. Yeah, well, we decided to uh, – to, I mean, this is another thing about Austin. Is the barbecue is amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we needed meat before we hit the road, so <laughs> – we went to Stubbs, you know, which is downtown there. And Stubbs is, uh, it's a kind of well-known music venue as well as barbecue place. And the food is delicious and it's amazing. Anyway, so there's this big crowd out in the back on the back porch where the bands are. and We were sitting inside and all of a sudden like this loud ruckus starts up and somebody's doing drum sound check. And then we hear Ace of Spades going, dude, Motorhead, <laughs> we're sound checking while we're eating. It wow. Wild. And they were there because, uh, you know, there, there was that documentary that some. Did. They were actually there for the film festival because uh, okay. somebody had done a documentary on Lemmy. Um, for those of you who aren't Motorhead fans, you're not missing a darn thing. But um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it'll be fun. And, and it would be fun to do a meetup if we have people in Austin. The other thing I realized I need to start promoting this show more on the art of photography too because. I think people don't know. They don't catch every episode. Oh, and yeah,
1: and I think there could be a, a great crossover audience there. I mean it seems oh, yeah. like are the people who listen to this show love listen, watching your podcast, and I think uh, it works the other way as well. Yeah. If you love mm-hmm. photography and you love learning more, and you, you know, then you're going to like both of these shows, hopefully, well, unless, unless you just hate me or something. N- yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen to that hick.
0: I laugh while Wade cries. It's, uh, it's the classic. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, I'm going to go down to my promote, and, and we got to find some ways to get more people listening. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not
1: – Tell your friends about it. Well, and are flyers.
0: I, I do have to say, with all full disclosure, there is a schmooze element to conferences, too. And I'm i i am back and forth on that. But I'm going to make a go at it, and I'm going to try you know, and network. No,
1: just – Be yourself and relax and have fun and have your business cards on you. and Everybody's there for the same reason, so you all have the same stuff in common. Speaking of,
0: I need to get my business cards. So after we're done here, I'm going to Moo. Cool, man. Moo.com, baby. There you go. I put a link in the show notes. I need to get some new
1: cards, too, because I just – you know, changed my logo, and so oh, yeah. I have all these business cards left over. But uh-huh. I really feel badly about handing out my old business cards with my old logo on them, and then people going to my website and there being another logo there—that's not very uh, consistent of me. as so
0: reasonably to, priced as Moo is. It's easy. I should know. just
1: go ahead and get new business cards. Yeah. Oh, it didn't my,
0: used to be that way back in the day.
1: Not when you had to hand make them.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, there was that. But even like, you know, I remember back in my design days where, you know, I, I was cheap because business cards were expensive when you had to go to a printer every time.
1: Yeah, just a one off a hundred of them or something. Oh,
0: yeah. It was, well, you might as well get 4,000 and then you have them all left over, you know.
1: Yeah. But, and, then, uh, and then you move and your address changes and you're screwed. Well, you, you probably did this
0: a few times, but like, you know, if you're a graphic designer, sometimes a printer will let you back something onto another job. Right, and uh, I remember I was doing a bunch of print collateral for a client, and uh, they had nice paper. and I thought, I need business cards, and so
1: yeah, I just put them. Oh on yeah, like, that, that's the upside to being a designer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> free cards. Yeah,
1: um, so maybe we should get into a show about photography.
0: Yeah, imagine that. Um, Let's well, do speaking it. of, we kind of do. Well, we'll get to it. Okay, but uh, resources like business cards and stuff. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, we're gonna. Dude, Tyler was awesome last time.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. Um, he, and you know, he has, uh, I knew from in the past sitting down and having a beer with him and hanging out with him over at his house and everything that he had tons of great stories. Um, some, he didn't even get to share with us on the show, but he um, just, just from that hour that we spent with him talking to him, you could see how interesting of a person and kind of what, a. uh, just a traveler he is and, and how much of the world he's already experienced, which is a lot of fun. And just that kind of creative, free spirit he has is um, is something that that people love to hear. And, you know, I think.
0: Yeah, I think definitely. I mean, he's such a, a Renaissance man, too. I think that's what was kind of fun about him is, that, mm-hmm. you know, he'll, he'll do wild stuff and he's totally in. But he's not like, I don't know. He He's also very unique at the same time. You know what I mean? It's like there aren't a lot of. Well, you know, like we, we rant sometimes about the old guard of photographers that, you know, oh, these kids in their Facebook in there, <laughs> you know. And, but, I mean, he like totally embraces Instagram and whatever's out there and, and just kind of has a go at it. But he's now, also well, like and, very... Yeah, and
1: I think that's definitely a younger generation of people now too, you know, in their sure. 20s and 30s and stuff. I mean we're definitely going to embrace that because we grew up with it. And I can understand why it's harder for older people to embrace that. They didn't grow up with it. It's something new and different and How old hard is Tyler?
0: He's He's got to be 20s, right? Yeah, I would say he's – He's a fetus.
1: 20-something, late 20s. <laughs> he's
0: a fetus. <laughs> Boy, we're losing that clean, rating? quick, off-color jokes. And... Oh, man. We watched uh, – this is neither here nor there. Here, How about a tangent? You know, okay. I've gotten complaints about the tangents. Uh-oh. Yeah, people well, leave me uh, feedback on the uh, PodTrack survey, and they're like, Ted uh-oh, can't uh-oh. stick to a subject. Well, uh, we this watched, is part of uh, Ted.
1: Ted's tangent. Ted's Ar- tangents.
0: Yeah, we need a little theme song for Ted's tangent. <laughs> It'll be, be a part of the – it's like by men. and
1: That would be good. We need sound bites. Yes. As this show gets more professional, we'll start having sound bites.
0: All right, dude. We've got to get that going. You can make that happen. That's the I thing think. is
1: Ted's Tangent comes out of the blue. Like I'll hit the button whenever I hear you going into one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just like out of nowhere, Ted's Tangent. Like interrupt, <laughs> you know. Uh, I watched Argo last night. Very good. You seen it? yes yeah you did because you tweeted about it you watched well, that this I, i'm catching TV? up on
1: all my movies that i haven't seen that are up for oscars this year
0: yeah i know we are too dude it, it was brilliant yeah so was flight though
1: flight was really good um i liked it a lot my wife didn't like it a lot but i thought denzel washington did a, did oh, a great job both of those intense uh, movies i also if you haven't seen it yet zero dark 30 if you no, watch and zero dark 30 uh back to back. You're never going to a uh, foreign country where people hate us <laughs> ever again in your life.
0: Not sure I was planning on it anyway. No, right yeah, yeah, I'm
1: not. Yeah, there goes my trip to Afghanistan. I planned for, and then Iran. Yeah, that we were gonna do. Iran and and yeah. Afghanistan back to back. And we, we holiday
0: came. in Tehran. Is it? Yeah, there? yeah. yeah it'd be comfortable that was a great film but anyway um, where was I going with this so afterwards I'm, this is really a tangent I'm sorry so afterwards I realized that they had Eastbound and Down season 3 is out on iTunes now
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you ever watch Kenny Powers
1: I've seen like one one of the shows
0: you know what's funny is like whatever reminded me of, of, of going onto this tangent I don't even remember why now mm-hmm. sorry about that
1: this is what editing is for <laughs>
0: And the magic of editing.
1: You can't even remember what your tangent was.
0: Oh, no, I don't, dude. It's had to do with Kenny Powers, though. Oh, great! And it had to do with photography. Believe it or not. Oh,
1: but it'll come back to you.
0: Uh, yeah, but Tyler Sharp, man, that was that was fun. We'll have to have him on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: have to have him on the show. You're so together on your other show, <laughs> and know. then on this show, it's like it's like you've done drugs right before you got on it.
0: The <laughs> wheels off. Or you
1: just woke up?
0: There's a whole side of me people don't know. <laughs> well, I feel like I just woke up. <laughs> Man, the two
1: I've, sides of Ted Forbes.
0: I've been in a shell this weekend, dude, because I started <laughs> yesterday. OK, so like there's two things I've been meaning to do. There's this WordPress plug in. I needed to code and, and the theme as well because I'm redoing my photography site. Mm-hmm. And you know how you just like you just like go into the, the zone there. Right. It felt like the whole day yesterday was two hours long, mm. you know. But anyway, where were we? Golly. T- Tyler. Oh, I'm terrible. Who went to Tyler no Tyler Sharp east of east of Texas I mean
1: <laughs> dude I gotta edit this out this is you're bad. gonna have to edit this or people are gonna wait this nurse oh this listeners. is awful okay let's just start back with Tyler Sharp and how great yeah. that show was last week
0: <laughs> it was an awesome show and I don't mean to laugh at it I'm but we're gonna have um,
1: more interviews in the future I already know I have one other guy that we've asked to be on here who's gonna come on in March my friend Trey Hill um who is another great guy and will have interesting stories um, and great insight for us. Hmm? Do I know Trey? Um, I don't know. you know, know, uh, we'd forgotten that you did had met Tyler before, but you may have met Trey before. He, Trey shoots for the Dallas stars. He's also traveled much of the world and spent (laughs) time in Africa shooting overseas for different nonprofit organizations and things like that. Um, but he's so passionate about photography and he's so passionate about storytelling and writing and documenting uh that yeah he'll he'll just he'll be a very interesting interview
0: yeah i think so yeah. that'll be good yeah. and we then we also have uh well, my buddy Les said he would do do the show. So, very you know, cool. Arnold Newman's former assistant. Another right. person I want to go after. Should we Should we announce these on the show? If I've gotten in trouble for this before, I get a great idea and I announce it before. <laughs> <I've>
1: <laughs> well, we won't announce maybe it maybe until people agree to it.
0: Well, let me just explain the kind of person, and I have somebody very specific in mind. Okay. Um, museum curators. Okay. That do photography collections. Oh, I think awesome. that would be pretty cool. Yeah, talk about what they look for in contemporary stuff and.
1: Because there's a whole audience probably – or a whole portion of our audience out there that wants to go that direction with their career.
0: Yeah, and I have have somebody in mind that I think will do it. I have not even – mention it to her yet. Um, well, you
1: work in the right field for knowing people like that.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, this is somebody I don't know through through uh, through my day job, but um, but yeah, no, I think, it, and you know, we'll find somebody if she won't do it, so, you know. Cool. But see, I don't know. The only thing I, I fear with with the curators, they may not want to do it because they don't... Oh, know, is this a female
1: that lives in New York?
0: No. Okay. It is a female, but she doesn't live in New York. Okay. Um, but, you know, sometimes if they're representing their institution. hmm I don't know our little slack shows. Hey,
1: all we can do is uh, all enough. we can do is ask and try to get people on here. But I think you kind of going back and forth from from these type of shows um, where we talk uh, have you know hit on a topic and then every other show or whatever or you know every every month at least trying to have an interview is a is a good, good idea because people seem to really enjoy that.
0: Yeah, and actually, since since you mentioned it, um, if you guys want to see anything on, or you're going to see anything on here, if you want to hear anything on here, um, the Facebook page has kind of been a little bit of a should we call it a macro hit we have like we have like a hundred something people in here dude
1: yeah I mean, it would be nice if, if more of those people would start um you know letting us know things instead of we have a few people who are very vocal a lot and then the the rest of everyone is pretty quiet so it'd be yeah. nice if more people would speak up and, and tell us what they like what they don't like what they'd like to hear on the show any questions stuff like that you know, we're, I th- we're I think definitely they, using uh, them
0: i think they call that in the biz it's a call to action right
1: we're, We're calling, calling them to, to action. action.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, action. So, yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, we know and love Tracy, and uh, she asks questions in here. And, you know, here's the weird thing. It's like, I don't know, let's deal with this right now. But, like, you know, they have – this is the confusing thing about Facebook. There's pages, profiles, and groups. Mm-hmm. We have a page. And just the layout makes it weird because you don't really see – I mean, you do, but you got to scroll down here, and it's, it's over on this right-hand side. But anyway, post something. Ask us questions. Tell us what you want to see on the show. This is a really good place for that. Yeah, we'll see it. Yeah, we'll see it. We, we monitor this
1: mm-hmm.
0: with an iron fist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 177 followers. Oh, and if, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, if you go to facebook.com slash the photography show, facebook.com slash the photography show, and we're going to get our website back together here. Yeah, before you know it, so I can just tell people where to go. But cool. there's, we're, we won't mention that yet.
1: Yeah, because we're just trying to grow this thing right now, and we're trying to uh, yeah yeah we just want to make it as 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 big and cool and fun, and exciting, and um you know informative as possible. Yeah, especially informative.
0: Man, Ed joined the he like well, joined, he liked the page. Uh, Ed is a buddy of mine from uh, he's been to both of the uh, the L uh, L A the uh, London meetups when we did those. Okay. it's kind of cool when you see people you know in here it's like but sure. see, i could know everybody if they would participate come know. on people yeah come on we want to know you we want to hang um yeah and speaking of viewers we we have some Q and A stuff and what we did is kind of went through um well i was so inspired by this topic because i had such a busy week this last week i actually had people who sent me some questions and you know in the true spirit of being lazy and um you know in celebration of indifference i figured i hey, will just answer them on the show <laughs> um, so uh yeah my buddy milo who another another one of the uk peeps that uh, came to the meetup um, had sent me a rather long tweet and oh man you people email me when it's like that i can't like type with my thumbs and 140 characters <laughs> back but we'll get to some of those in fact we can kick it off with that one um okay. but milo had asked and actually this is a good one to run past you too um But basically, uh, you know, Milo's – he's an interesting dude. He does a lot of music stuff as well as photography, so he and I kind of have a lot in common on that front. Um, But he recently shot his first wedding was the essence of this tweet. My phone's in the car, so I can't actually read it to you. But um, anyway, he was asking uh, more or less if there was any preferably free services you could use out there for portfolio reviews. And, you know – you're going to get what you pay for And a lot of this stuff But we might talk about some What some of the possibilities are Do you have like The famous client area Do you have a way to proof uh, Images with your clients right now
1: Well I do I go through live books It's not something that I use a lot Because I'm a commercial photographer Right um, and, and yeah, but how do you, open. how do
0: you proof it? Like you, are shooting this house tonight. Oh yeah. Phone. I
1: use, uh, I use Dropbox okay. a, a lot. I'll put all the low res, uh, proofs into Dropbox and there's a whole Dropbox is, is free up to two gigabytes. So yeah. if you have low res photos that you're uploading into that, two gigabytes goes a really long way. Um, I also then will f- send my final photos to the client through, uh, Dropbox or WeTransfer, which is, um, just kind of a straight email type service, um, online. WeTransfer
0: is genius, by the way.
1: WeTransfer is great, and Love you can it. upload huge files, and uh, Dropbox is great, too, and it, there's your free service right there to yeah. uh, to show you know hundreds of photos if you needed to. I know there's other things out there. that I, I'm not a wedding photographer, so I'm not as into this. Someone else could maybe speak better on it, but things like uh, Zenfolio, mm-hmm. uh, PhotoShelter. Um, you could even use Flickr. Um, tons of these types of services can help you get your, your pictures in front of your clients and then almost if you have a website of any kind almost all the websites like, like I have LiveBooks have a side to the website where you're able to host and show things to clients
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so LiveBooks has that built in basically Right. so you like go Billy your I'll tell you though I, the one I forgot about and I, I, I don't know why I forgot I use it a lot, Dropbox is pretty intense on that, um, if you're not familiar with Dropbox, Dropbox.com again we'll put all links in the show notes so check them out Wherever you may be, uh, we will link to our current website off that Facebook page. Boy, we need a clear way to do this. Anyway, um, Dropbox, you download it, and the, the Dropbox has kind of a, an upside and a downside. The upside is that it is completely free. Well, free mm-hmm. for the first, what, two and a half gigs or two right. gigs or something. Mm-hmm. And then and so, you, the,
1: if you want to go bigger, then you can pay by the month. To yeah, go and,
0: you know what's, what's weird is like, I mean, and I wouldn't mind paying for the service, but. Uh, I don't want to go bigger because basically you install it and it sets up a folder on your computer. And so basically anything you put in that folder, just behind the scenes on your internet connection while you're working on other things, it's going to upload those up onto the server. And so you could actually set up your Dropbox account on like several different computers and your devices and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it will always just keep them all in sync. So I use that daily. Like if I'm going to work on something at at the studio or at home, I'll throw it in my Dropbox folder and then it's just updated on both computers and I can go in there. And
1: Dropbox also also has a great app on the uh, on the phone. Yes, it's awesome. Um, it's that's built really well for people to um, get your message or whatever and and pull up the link and view all the photos that you just sent them on their phone. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was blowing something off the keyboard. Are You blowing me
0: off? God, I got a lot of editing to do today. Jeez, <laughs> no, I had I have a new keyboard. I'm trying to keep it clean. Oh, okay, oh, all, all right. Um, Dropbox, but yeah, and, and this is all free. All the stuff we're talking about so far. Yeah, up to Um, two gigs. What you you pay for is if you want more bandwidth, basically, or more storage space. Now, the very cool thing about Dropbox, and this is what we're talking about using these images, is you don't just – I mean, you can put something in there and then email somebody a link, and it can get it off the website. What's really cool, though, is if you use that photos folder – and you drop, like, you know, 20 images in there, mm-hmm. let them upload, and then then go to the website and log in, and it automatically makes galleries for you. It's pretty awesome. Oh, it
1: has a really nice-looking gallery that when people pull it up, they see everything, like, kind of in a square format, and yeah. then they can – click on them and go through the photos one at a time.
0: And you don't, I mean, and that's the cool thing. You don't have to build HTML pages. You don't have to go crop thumbnails super, or anything. that. Junk. Super
1: simple. Yeah. So what I'll do for my clients is I'll go out and shoot a bunch of photography for them. And uh, then through Lightroom, I can export everything as, as low res JPEGs with my copyright mm-hmm. or, or uh, you know, uh, mark on there of some kind. And um, that way they can't, you know, use them. They can't steal anything. And they can go through there, select the ones that they like the most let me know what those are i'll I'll edit those further and then upload the uh, the high res files to either Dropbox or zip all those files up in one folder and and send it. Uh, through we transfer just as kind of one email,
0: yeah, another cool thing too um I think also in the in the in the galleries on dropbox there's a link to download on there, so like you 're just doing a quickie job for somebody that you know there 's not going to be a lot of editing or something, you just throw things there and they can just go download them, you know
1: mm-hmm. and and we need. transfer as well, two gigabytes seems to be the the mark that these companies like to give for free uh, so we transfer gives you two gigabytes to send a file it's, it's, yeah
0: now we transfer is different though because there's no um syncing or anything like that we no, transfer it's a basically straight, you
1: uh, you, uh, you you add the file you add a message your friend's email address and you hit send they get a message that says it says Wade has just sent you a file do you want to download it you click download and it downloads directly to your computer so it's and a different it send sends you a
0: confirmation that the person got it too which is right nice. exactly yeah. yes because you know when you haven't gotten that email, that they haven't looked, or something's wrong. So two, transfer, different that, yeah. uh, two different ways.
1: different ways about go- sending large files, but Dropbox could be could be useful for someone wanting you know in the wedding business that that needs to get photos in front of their client.
0: Yeah, we tra- uh, we transfer we'll let you do two gigabit sorry two gigabytes of data to, to up to twenty people. So that's a really cool way to share large yes, yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you need the galleries though, check out Dro- Dropbox. Dropbox the plans are free starting at two gigabytes. And they also give you more space if you refer friends to it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. They have like a little affiliate program where they pay you with service up to 18 gigabytes. Because everybody I know that
1: knows about it uses it.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, their Pro account, um, starting at $10 a month, gives you 100, 200, or 500 gigabytes. So that's pretty cool. What's yeah. also cool, too, about Dropbox – sorry, I'm geeking out on here. Uh, right. It does versioning, too. So what that means is basically uh, if you go edit a file and you made a mistake, you can roll it back to a previous version. Um, If you go to their website, you can do that. Or if you delete a file out of there and realize, oh, wait, I didn't mean to do that, you can go restore it, I think, for a time up on the drive. You you have to do all this from their website. But yeah, it's cool. It's real cool. Um, But, you know, here's the deal though. Milo was asking about wedding stuff. And, you know, typically. I don't do weddings but you know people take a lot of images in weddings. Um mm-hmm. you could probably I mean Flickr I think Flickr is still one of the best deals out there. It's unlimited storage and bandwidth for $25 a year. And
1: you can make everything private yeah. to where it, to where people couldn't see it. Um so it could be great for that. And then I but I've seen people use Zenfolio and other professional photo hosting um sites, you know, before. Mm-hmm. I know PhotoShelter is a great one too for for hosting a a ton of in archiving photos can you do Um, free with
0: photo shelter is it paid
1: I'm not sure about, about those two. I'll have to look. Yeah.
0: Um, See, here's the other thing too, uh, that you do need to kind of weigh in at some point. And believe me, I'm all about keeping the cost low, but if you're going to be shooting weddings often or for clients, I mean, you are going to need to look professional at some point. And there's just a general cost of doing business. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and like, I mean, Flickr's not the most pro thing in the world, but it's not expensive. Um, and there's other solutions. I think Live Boxes, or sorry, Live Books, Live Site is Live Site or Live Sites. Live Books, Live Books. What am I? God, it's going to be an <laughs> editing fiasco here. Live Site. It's okay. right, well, let's go to iLivesite.com. Um, live Books uh, is very professional looking, and we'll link to all these, so you know, yeah. check them out.
1: I think both uh, Photo Shelter and Zenfolio have um, uh, a free 14 day trial. Okay, yeah, that um, seems to be kind of what
0: the the going thing's. You know another one though that I would definitely recommend and I, you know, I don't I'm not trying to sound like I'm sucking up here, but uh Squarespace is excellent too and they sponsor my other show. Exactly. exactly. And yeah, oh. and I mean it's not that I'm hesitant to talk about them. I mean, they're not paying for this spot, but uh mm. they uh they really are incredible and that's the only reason. I mean, Obviously, you know you've I, learned a
1: lot about them since uh, they've you know become part of your other show. Yes,
0: and I, they wouldn't be part of my other show. I know they are an advertiser, but full disclosure, I would not recommend something that wasn't good. And, and sure. they gave me um, you know a little account to mess around with, and it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's just drag and drop interface, and and the design's completely flexible, and and they're amazing. I mean, and you know, I think it's like everything else; it's pretty much unlimited for the most part um photo shelter yeah you're right it's it's also 14 day free trial here's the cool thing about squarespace though, is, is their trial you don't even need a credit card for it. and so I, as far as i'm concerned there's no reason why nobody should not be familiar with with uh squarespace just go sign up and try the 14 day thing they yeah. will not take your credit card just just see what's like you know
1: and i know that, that yeah they have great looking templates that and you technically
0: can just... if it's just a one-off wedding they've got 14 days to look at their images
1: i guess there you like, go go you, know? <laughs> you can decide if you want to be a wedding photographer or not and if you're the First wedding should hopefully pay for uh, for some website hosting.
0: Well, I, I decided within fourteen days that I didn't want to do it
1: anymore. So yeah, um, I did. Um,
0: <laughs> I did one. Hard, man.
1: Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a wedding for my sister here soon. You know, that's a family thing. That's different. That's nice, yeah. But I did one real wedding where I was the second photographer. No, I've done two real weddings where I was the second photographer, and all, that's all it took for me to say I'm yeah. out. out I'm ya. done. It's definitely. Uh, for the people who do it, I have all the respect in the world Mm -hmm. because you're a different type of human being and and I'm glad you exist, but, um, it's too stressful for me. And it's, uh, it's just, my personality doesn't match with it. And it's, it's just not something that I find great joy in. So we're all different. We all like taking pictures of different things. And the ones that like taking pictures of weddings and, and can handle all that stress and pressure and Mm -hmm. speed, God bless them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I can't
0: leave it there. No, it, I mean yeah. it's hard. It's it's yeah. well, it's like it's like any kind of professional, you know, avenue in photography. It's like the photo shooting is fine, but it's like the other stuff that comes with it that's really hard. And you're right; it's a lot of pressure. And all. yeah. um Anyway, so I don't know if we answered totally the uh, free service cheaper free service. So I mean, I think you know Dropbox and we transfer probably the I like to call it wet transfer.
1: Well, yeah, try Dropbox. We know that's free, has a free uh, service, yeah. and Flickr has a free service. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, if from there you have some very cheap options for $10 a month, you can go with almost any of these other ones that we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Uh, I had a, um, move on to the next. I had a, um, a private email on Facebook from uh-huh. Bill who wanted to know – and he was asking basically uh, – He
1: started out with, Ted, what are you wearing? Uh,
0: yes, he did. So we knew no, it was no. very private. It must be private. Um, <laughs> no, he actually said uh, he's basically starting out and he's signed up for you know Flickr, social media, 500BX and all. Mm-hmm. How do you get more followers and how do you start promoting? And I think that's a perfectly legit question. I think my immediate answer is like it's like anything – you like to think that if you just have some awesome photos, you're going to put them up and people are going to see them and fawn over them and you'll become popular. And, and even if you're really, 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 really good, that's not really how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the the cool thing about the social stuff, and we'll kind of group Flickr and 500px into that too, because they have a social component to them. But if the way to get more followers and the way to get more traction on those things is to use them. And I think Twitter's the same way. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is you have to spend some time. Like, if you want followers, you're going to have to follow some people, and don't just go random. You know, I mean. Go up, no. Go through and start looking at, you know, Twitter will recommend people to you. Start checking them out and start to make connections because, uh, you know, I think if you if you look at it as I just want a lot of followers, you're not going to. You no, know, I you're think not going to enjoy wrong, wrong
1: way to go about it.
0: Yeah, um, you'll you'll get there. You just need to start start getting some traction, and it means following other people. And I remember Flickr, like when when I when it first opened, and I was on. I think within the first year that they were doing it, mm-hmm. uh, it was a smaller community. It was really cool because like it, it was not just like social media. I mean, I really got to know some people. You feel I like you really knew with, people, right? Oh yeah, and I love it. Um, but I participated. And then a couple of years later when I switched jobs and did some other things, it's like I didn't have as much time for Flickr. And it just like that component of it dropped. So you really have to – Stay active on these things and participate, and that 's the best way to to honestly get more followers and stuff I mean
1: yeah you're absolutely right it 's just like net just think of it like networking in the real world let 's think of it like networking in the 80's mm-hmm. before the internet really existed. Um, how would you get more followers? how would you get more friends? How would you get more contacts and business leads and things like this you would you would participate in meetings and in uh, happy hours and in conferences and get togethers and everything that you could to meet new people and really be involved and do what you could for them. And, you know, you're doing the same thing now, but online and that's the way to go about it and become very involved. And like, like we said, we used to do that with Flickr a great community there. I'm sure there still is. Uh, We're just not as involved anymore, but like I do that with Instagram now and I find myself, um, you know, growing in, in the people that I know there and the people that follow me and that I follow and kind of get to know and everything there. So what, whatever social network kind of appeals to you the most, I would say focus your attention and time there and really become involved and, and passionate about it. And, and that's how things will start happening.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's all you got to reach out. That's the first thing you got to do. Mm-hmm. It's easier to do online. You're not at a social event where things are awkward and you're hugging a wall, and you know, yeah. Online, you can just drop somebody, and people do it with me all the time, and I like it. I mean, it's it's hey, sure, I'll follow you back, or I'll look at your stuff, or whatever. You know, it's. Uh, you know, but yeah, you have to participate. That's kind of the. That's the whole audience. thing is,
1: and it can't be. Uh, it has to be genuine. I mean, I I only really follow people that I really admire their work, and I want to see more of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just follow everybody in the world so that they'll follow me back or like a bunch of photos that I don't like. I'm going to really like photos that I uh, really want to tell people that hey, that was a cool photo, or that I'm liking it because I want to be able to go back and reference it, reference it later or right. whatever. But but be genuine about it, and and that way you'll find the the kind of people that. Are like you and that like the same type of photography as as you and um, it's just there's a bigger payoff by by being honest about it instead of just trying to 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 gain people just for the sake of that.
0: Well, and it, I realize also we're giving a very general um, answer to the question. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at, I mean, each service is a little different too. Um, mm-hmm. But like one of the things I've noticed that yeah, like on Facebook, it tends to be a lot more personal and a lot more, but. On Twitter, for instance, I I think one of the things that will get you a lot more attention is like, you know, first of all, what kind of content are you posting? Are you posting cool links to things? Is it just your own work? Is it, you know, are you being, are you providing something that somebody might find useful? You know,
1: that's that's the whole thing right there is are you providing things that people find useful and want to follow you? Think of, think of, you know, being in their shoes. Why would they want to follow you? Well, because you're providing uh, photography tips every day or links to things that are very interesting or something along the lines of what you just said, uh, to where they want to, they want to see what you have to say. If you're just complaining about your big toe hurting and here's a picture of my cat and Wednesdays suck and whatever, I mean, there's no need to, to, to follow you or, or, or want to, you know, so, yeah. um,
0: yeah, you know, um, I, I think like an interesting, um, use case on that. And I, I see, I, I'm about to change our last name policy on here. Okay, I to start reading the last names, all right Dave w. you know who I'm talking about uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> Dave well up uh dave is uh Dave is an awesome dude. I met Dave. He came out to one of the London meetups and he's friends with Wade and I, but like I'll give you here's an example I mean dave's like very human and he's a good guy, and he's funny as hell and he <laughs> he posted what do you do? He took a picture of like it was a piece of paper and there was a there was a SD card and then a roll of film and he like painted Star Wars stuff with a ballpoint pen around him and he's like I am your father and the
1: it's like no <laughs> did you see this yeah the the S it, the roll of film was telling the SD card that I am your father yeah it was like Star Darth Vader, Vader and yeah. yeah
0: God it was funny but see that's the kind of thing and so what Dave did is he you know he didn't do that to be Suck up or anything. I mean, you know, he's just being funny, and, and he tagged Wade and I on it, and here we are sharing it on the show. But see, that's the, reaching out. Like, you know, you you provide useful information, uh, you provide something that's interesting, and then it's also cool to reach out for people and have a sense of humor from time be to be personable. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Dave is is hilarious. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave we'll leave it at that.
1: And the other thing is, if you're showing, <laughs> if this is about showing your work and and trying to promote your work, focus on doing great work first. That's what we all do. And this is something I have to remind myself of as well. Do great work first, then put that great work online, and then people will appreciate it. Yeah. If you're pumping out junk and throwing that <laughs> up on <laughs> – I, I could have said that better. But if, if, if you're producing poor quality work and, and, and trying to promote that online and you're wondering why nobody is responding to it, it's because the work sucks.
0: Do you um, have any clue how bad I want to name this episode? Pumping, <laughs>
1: pumping out junk. <laughs> we can do that because it's our show. You but, it's uh, but that's the truth of it, right there. Yeah. So uh, on 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 Flickr, on Instagram, on, on on any of these things, if if you're sharing photos yeah. and the quality of them is just not there yet, and you're not getting responses, work on your craft, and then and then you know put up the best stuff that you can and share that with people, and um, you know people will tend to. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's just everything. Everything.
0: Everything's a balance of all all those things. Mm-hmm. And if you're missing one of them, you're right. You're not going to be successful on it. <laughs> but yeah. like you know, if you if you're doing good work, you're participating, you're personable with people, and you provide stuff other than your own work that's interesting, your uh, your popularity will will skyrocket.
1: And then two little tips, also, qu- just real quick on uh, Flickr and Instagram oh, yeah. in general, since they're photo related. Flickr, if you to put your photos into other groups into is it groups that people are in
0: yeah 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 yeah.
1: you have, you have your own sets of photos but you put them into groups you know like if it's architecture and you join the architecture group and then you share your photos in that group and and you correspond with people in that group it's there that that's how you start kind of growing Relationships and friends, friends and and popularity on Flickr. Um, In on Instagram, a great way to do things as well is to tag um, um, your images with with you know. Hashtags and, and stuff that describes whatever's in the photo, that way when people go on Instagram, if, if they enter in a word, a search word, um, your image will pop up um, you know for whatever they're searching. Otherwise, if you don't, if you don't hashtag anything, um, it won't show up in any of the, the search engine stuff for Instagram. So that's mm-hmm. another way to go about things in a more technical way.
0: Yeah, you got to kind of know the the lay of the land. Yeah, yeah, we have we we still do it. We do the Facebook group for the for my other podcasts that I do. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean that's a cool way to ask questions and stuff. But you know, one thing I've noticed, and this is just a minor beef on uh, it's my beef, Ted's beef. That's the other segment. Ted's beef. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's God. One of those days, uh, you know when. <laughs> As much as we do on Facebook, it's amazing how much better that is than like Flickr that hasn't done any work on that site thanks to Yahoo in years. You know what I mean?
1: I think Flickr's really trying. I mean, I know that one, one step that Flickr has taken is their new uh, phone app.
0: Yep, and it, it's nice.
1: It's way better than it used to be. Yep. But um, yeah, the, 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 they lost a lot of community there, especially from the people like us that were a part of it from the beginning for whatever reason. Well, and it they did. And it's hard to regain. It's hard to come back to that, you know. Well,
0: Yahoo's just been asleep for for years. I mean, that's you know, and they have the new CEO. And Marissa Mayer said publicly that Flickr is part of their plan. That you know. Mm-hmm.
1: So, well, uh, that's good. That's good to hear. It's just it's hard to gain people back once you lose them well, and they're, they're on it off to other if, things.
0: If they're going to succeed, they probably need to evolve. And uh, yeah, like well. you said, the i. IP- The iPhone app is a really nice step in that direction. The problem is is the groups thing, and and we have an active group on there, and that's kind of why I'm stuttering a lot while I'm talking about this because I like the people in that group, and I like that group. But it's Mm -hmm. really hard to keep it there when, when one, it's not going to grow, and, two, it's just like Facebook just has so much better tools for for – social interaction
1: yeah you're going to move on to the to the next greatest thing
0: yeah and if it comes you know, along and facebook like i said facebook's creepy that's one of my favorite phrases but it, it still just you know it, it really excels when it comes to social media stuff but yeah it does that's why it's
1: it's, a, it's a great place to connect online
0: yeah well since since we finally moved some of the stuff over it's like you know i still participate in that Flickr group and i still pay attention to what's going on in there but it's just uh, it's 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 like wow, Flickr needs to catch up. But in all fairness, I mean Flickr's still got a lot of wonderful things in its favor, just groups aspect is is one of the ones that just needs some TLC.
1: And what's great about online stuff too and all your social networks is is that they all can kind of cross over into each other. And you can link you can link one to the other. You Mm -hmm. can almost link all of your you can link so many things together that you can post maybe just in one or two places and your posts be go to all Networks that you might have, or whatever. Sure, um, yeah. it, it, it's that you know integrated now. So, um, you know, your Flickr and, and your Facebook um, groups can can both show up, you know, in uh, in the same place where you can keep track of both pretty easily.
0: Do um, you want to do the Tracy's question on the? Sure. Speaking of the Facebook, uh, Tracy, who's one of our, our great peeps these days, um, she has. She says, I got another question. I think you kind of answered her, but I thought this would be kind of a cool way. Can we to, share
1: it with everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think so. Just share it on the podcast. But it's a very valid question. But she says, is there a way to tell if the EXIF data or other metadata information embedded with an image and or if what has been done to the image in the post i don't know what this word is production stickness phase of the image's life for example if there is a photo that you would like to mimic uh and you suspect they altered the image in some sort of post-production process aka hell for me is there anything that would tell you that was done probably not um necessarily exif data okay we'll back up a um uh, oh, a step here, because if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, if you use a digital camera and you take an image, um, well, any digital file can have what they call metadata that's embedded inside of that file. Or sometimes it's in a separate file off to the side. But either way, it's it's data that goes with that file. And the camera records metadata when an image is taken on a digital camera. And it records basic stuff like the camera model, uh, aperture, um, shutter speed, ISO lens focal length all the technical stuff Mm -hmm. and then there are applications like Lightroom Photoshop etc that will allow the photographer or the editor to add additional metadata and this is uh yeah, I outlined a little little talk here about this because I think it's interesting because that that's kind of like you have what the camera records then you have what the photographer can put in. This is a brilliant idea and it's a great way to be able to run searches and find things so if you have a large library of images. Um, like I imagine Getty is probably pretty up on the metadata since they have a fairly large library of images. They probably uh, have just
1: – yeah, just yeah. A, a group devoted to – Metadata. Well, here's the
0: classic metadata problem is, does anyone actually use it? And this is a problem I've had because, like, you know, when you first start getting into Lightroom or Aperture or whatever you're using, and, you know, you start tagging all your shots and stuff, and then that becomes pretty tedious. And then people like me get lazy, and I just quit doing it. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm trying to rely on folder names and stuff like that, or especially when I do archives. And, and it, I think it's really difficult. And I think this is one area of technology that needs to get worked out a little bit more because, you know, people – are on iPhones because they're easy to use people have smartphones for that reason you know if it were hard to use they wouldn't and so metadata I think is still one of those things that's just still pretty old school and something it hasn't been done with it to bring it up to date uh, to make it useful. I, this is my opinion. You may have a different one, Wade. I don't know. But.
1: Well, uh, the one great thing about Lightroom and, and Aperture and these kind of programs is that they make it so easy. When I when I bring in 3,000 photographs, mm-hmm. it asks me right off the bat over there on the side what, what I want my keywords to be for this photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So, I'll think about everything from the client's name to what I shot to how it was shot. Was it shot in a studio? Was it shot outside? Any um, any, any kind of keywords I can think up that's the very first thing that I do when all my up, my photos are uploaded and then that, that is that is it it's i'm done from there i don't have to do anything more because when those files even when i um, export them as JPEGs or anything else, and upload them to to Facebook or Flickr or any of these other sites. That may, metadata travels is now a part of that file um, and will travel with it. So um, I don't have to re-tag those photos again in Flickr. Those metadata words that I that I typed in in Lightroom show up in Flickr, um, and so that's what I was telling her in the answer is that you know not, not unless uh, someone goes in. And, to, into their metadata and, and types in a description of what they did, which is very unlikely or uncommon uh, you 're not going to know what they did in post production, but you will know what kind of camera they used, what kind of lens they used, what their aperture was, what their shutter speed was all the all the basic um, technology that was used uh, when taking the photograph.
0: But you know what's interesting is, uh, particularly, um, you know, we we're talking about Flickr a minute ago. Um, I told you I'm rolling a second Flickr account these days that I just use for complete archiving in JPEG okay, format, right? Of everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm liking it; it's working out really well. And one of the things I love about Flickr is it handles bulk uploads and metadata pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, even through the web browser, I think it'll let you do what 150 images at a time or something like that.
1: And you and then, can tag, tag them all the same yeah. or whatever.
0: And then they have that Flickr uploader app that works on the Mac and the PC that, that does the same thing, but it's more robust. So it literally, you can upload 1200 images at once if you want. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, it's really cool. Yeah. Cause while it's doing all its uploading work, basically what it'll do is it'll upload everything and then it waits for the final go ahead to make it. So, or if you will, so, you know, you can use all that time to work on your metadata, put things into folders. And, and even if you didn't do that, um, you know, they've got that organizer page in there that let you go do all your metadata and your your tagging and your organization of however you want to see that done. And I I think Flickr's probably... It, it, You know, I mean, I guess Lightroom and Aperture, those things do that pretty well. But I think for Mm -hmm. online stuff, the other thing I like about doing it through Flickr, and I know it's just the highest quality you're going to get is a big JPEG. But but still, um, one of the things I like about it is I know that unless they shut Flickr down, it's always going to be sitting there. And Mm -hmm. whereas my hard drive has a heavier rotation of what I have to go archive onto other media and stuff. So, you know, it just makes it really, um, you know, more pleasant to deal with and,
1: you know sure the the, the 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 cool things that you can add as far as metadata goes uh using photoshop lightroom aperture any of these external things is first of all your keyword tags uh, which can go far down the road in people finding your 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 photos online i think i think that's pretty important um then the camera is already going to give you all the the exif data of what your camera recorded so that's already there but you can add in stuff like your telephone number your website your copyright information you can give uh you can give it a title or a headline um what city it was taken in things like this there's a lot of other information that you can enter in and there's even like a description part where if you did want to say how you edited it You could if -hmm. that was something that was interesting to you and you wanted to share with people that, you know, were trying to find that from your photos.
0: I've noticed that that like Flickr and 500 PX both are a lot of people are really heavy on that. They'll tell how the shot was made. Uh And, you know, actually, that's not a bad idea, because like if you even think of like just online in general terms of Google searches, that's another thing. If you want more traffic to your stuff. Be verbal. You know, I mean, sure. a picture's worth a thousand words, We Google didn't see any of them, you know. So it's really important to, uh, for, for search purposes, maybe describe how you took photos sometimes. I mean, it's interesting to share that information with others, but if you're looking for that kind of information, Flickr is really good about that. Whereas Facebook is not, but Facebook's not designed to do heavy image sharing. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, people love learning. So if you take great images and you're sharing with them how you went about taking those images, that's a reason for people to follow you Absolutely. And, to, and to gain followers. There's this one blog that I follow all the time, and he hasn't been as active lately, but he used to be. And I always enjoyed uh, all his posts and, and followed him on everything that he was, was a guy that did a post called Guess the Lighting. And he would take famous photographs from famous photographers or maybe even a magazine cover that just came out on Sports Illustrated last week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he would guess as a, as a professional photographer how they went about lighting it
0: i remember that it uh, was like a blog wasn't it yeah it was like yeah, a yeah. blog
1: and he would have drawings and things like that but um it's people like that 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 other people are you know interested in and, and want to follow because they're sharing valuable information yeah it's guest the lighting.com
0: yeah. Did you have a good memory on this stuff? I can't remember anything.
1: Oh my god, get yeah, out of draws here. The you remember room, like yeah. every famous but we were just talking about that at lunch like how uh kind of different personalities and different things that you and I bring to the show and how you're like uh, you can remember like every master photographer that ever existed, and I'm having trouble remembering my middle name. <laughs> yeah, but then I don't <laughs> remember to eat lunch. I mean, you know. <laughs> but I can tell you about Maddie the Coonhound and I guess know. the lighting. So yeah,
0: we need that stuff, man. I'm <laughs> telling you, we don't need every famous photo. That's ever <laughs> there are other resources for that. Yeah, this is really cool. Um, I haven't looked at this in a long time. It is very cool, actually. So if yeah, if you're looking for like you know ways to learn, especially lighting techniques, guess lighting dot is. Um, I forgot about this guy. I used to look at this like pretty often,
1: and he's just guessing. But sometimes he'll try to follow up with the actual photographer too, and they'll confirm it or or tell him what he got yeah, right. Yeah, Ted he Sub- Sabores. He's a, he obviously a master lighter. So, um, what's, he's, what's his cat's he's name? How do you say it? How you could light it?
0: Is it Sabores?
1: That sounds good to
0: me. Ted Sabores. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Yeah, Exif data. But this is a really, uh, and, and that's the other thing, is this is the most boring topic in the world. But it's it's really difficult when you, you know,
1: but, you know, I think also it's because important if you're a photographer, you know, yeah. this is, I know. These are, th- these are little details, but they're important details. And um, if you can keyword, you know, everything up front, like I said, you don't have to ever do it again. It, you know, well, uh, it, it will keep that metadata, and that metadata will spread no matter where it goes on the web.
0: I can give you an example of this too. Back when when I when I first got on Flickr, and I was you know it was fairly fairly new, but I've been on there a little while. At that point, I was really heavily into um, a lot of darkroom stuff and doing my own film, and like in particular, you know, talk about really exciting stuff here. But but diff- how different developers and different film types react, and you know what's yeah. the lowest grain and the best looking, you know, whatever. Sure and uh, I used to run Flickr searches for that or, or you know I think everybody does this too you search for by camera sometimes and you know stuff comes up but what's going to strike my eye is the stuff that's really good so if you don't tag your images you're not going to come up in those kinds of searches no matter what the information is whether it's technical data or whether it's you know how you shot a sunset or you know whatever that is mm-hmm. um, I think yeah it's really important and, and also it's, it's important with other social media to uh, to start tagging stuff too um, it's I mean this is the
1: only way that people find you there isn't some robot yeah. on the internet that can look at a photo as of right now, as of what I know. I mean, the CIA might have something, uh, <laughs> but they can look at pictures and, and and tell you when you type in telephone that it's an image of a telephone, unless you have that metadata. So the only way people can find your photos on the internet, whether it's on your professional website or on Flickr or on a social network or anything, is if that metadata is in there. So it's, it's really important if you want your photographs to be seen.
0: Yeah definitely and i think the same goes for instagram and twitter like we were saying earlier if you don't hashtag them you know i mean it's 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 different than exif metadata because it's not you know but uh it's yeah if you want to be seen and you want to show up in a search that's how you do it
1: keywords are important yeah they
0: are um it's a lot of stuff for today
1: that wait, we hit our hour mark we did well, once you edit O8. all this out, it'll probably be about 45 minutes. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but we, well, we're, not, we're not quite done. We're I wanna, not done uh, yet, though. Uh, a couple people. other things. Submit your questions via Facebook. We already said that. But here's another thing that, that might I thought might be kind of cool, and I was going to discuss this with Wade offline, but since we're recording, why not now? Yeah. Um, what if we had like – you know I don't want to make it just a barrage of self-promotion because people won't. Enjoy that as much, but you know, what if we had like a day during the week where people could submit images on the Facebook stream and yeah, share, that be cool. critique that kind of thing? What day should we do?
1: Um, I don't know. People listen to this on Mondays a yeah. lot, so Tuesdays or something. Self
0: promotion Tuesday. Yeah, I like it. Self promotion Tuesday. I'll oh, we'll we'll, we'll have to write Self promotion
1: Tuesday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got to get our sound bites going too. <laughs> I'll come leave. over
1: to your office one day, and we'll just record a bunch of sound bites through like some kind of uh, something that where we we can mess with our voices.
0: I like it, and then we'll yeah yeah, yeah. Ted's beef. <laughs> God, the names of the show are so <laughs> crass. Um, the – uh yeah, yeah, no, no, but the uh, – Pumping out junk. I, li- I like this, the self-promotion Tuesday. You know, another thing that's interesting too, and I want to point these people out, and it, what's funny is it actually fits in with the last thing we were talking about. Are you familiar with Mark Osterman and Frank Scully? No. OK. You should be. See, so this is what Becca was telling you. I know.
1: This is where yeah. you sound really smart and I'm just... yeah.
0: Well, no, I'm not smart, but – uh If you're into wet plate printing at all, Fran Scully and her husband, Mark Osterman, are kind of a husband-wife duo that – oh, they've done a lot of work probably since the mid-'90s with the George Eastman House, which is the Kodak Museum that's in Rockford, New York. Is that right? Sounds good to me. Where's the Eastman House? It's in Rochester, isn't it? rockford's in illinois god i'm this is see, this any, one need your you can brain
1: find anything on the internet but it's it, it'd probably help if we did our research up front
0: <laughs> probably well hey i think i'll do some research now george eastman house where is it, it is in rochester new york rock there it is. rockford is in like the rockford files rochester new york god that was a really big brain fart but anyway all right see i i sound smart for a minute and then the mm-hmm. next minute i don't okay so george or sorry uh george eastman house. Scully and Osterman have done a lot of work with the George Eastman House. They don't work for them, but they work with them a lot. They've done everything from from like early historical process lectures and workshops to, uh, you know, I, I think Mark Osterman's doing one where they're talking about wet plate printing on paper of all things. And I think that's in March or May. I can't remember, and it's not expensive. I'm going to put a link in the show. It's, I really yeah, want to you, go. to Yeah, too. if you're
1: into that, that's, that'd be awesome.
0: It's it's like 500 bucks for two days, which I don't think is that big a deal, and I think it would be amazing. The problem is is the flight and all that, and so. Ted will pay, pay for, for most,
1: it, most of it for you if, he'll, if yeah, you Yeah, I, I
0: wish. I don't know if Ted can pay for Ted, but um <laughs> yeah, south by southwest is, But anyway, what's what's interesting is 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 both France and her husband Mark um and they're active on Facebook and they do a lot of just general posting about the work they do. France Scully, of both of them are excellent photographers too as well as kind of these noted historical gurus of of early process photography and uh, both of them like Francesco Lee's done this whole series that she's worked on for years now of people sleeping and you know there's the old historic images you can see all her stuff on Facebook Uh, I'll put link in the show notes but um, you know, a lot of it has kind of this weird kind of nod to, you know, post mortem photography that was done in the 19th century, but it's just people sleeping. It, it's just beautiful stuff. It really sounds corny to describe, but um, she does a lot of her behind the scenes on there and a lot of her process. And then Mark Osterman also, like recently, he found a, a photo retouching table from like the 1890s or something he was restoring. And he was doing a lot of that. So, you know, I think that's a really good example of two people that are doing something very left field, that's very dated, that's very gone, but they're bringing it back. Making it alive, and I think they're doing very well with social media on that. Um, I yeah. They have a lot of popularity going with it. And while I'm on that, I think the George Eastman House, too, if you're interested in historical photography at all, um, they have a Facebook page as well, but they also, um, their YouTube channel is incredible. They've got some amazing videos, and I've posted some on our channel before. Yeah, you Facebook. can
1: follow them around the internet, and they'll post new things they do really cool stuff
0: that's a neat museum too because it's it's not just still photography but it's motion picture photography stuff and they've got an amazing facility up there for for storing and maintaining a lot of these old things and it's 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 just really cool stuff if you're into that kind
1: of stuff with photography yeah definitely
0: but yeah i thought you know it's interesting i kind of threw that i don't know why i put it at the end of the outline because we're not gonna see it till we're done with the show but um that kind of fit it in fitted in with our social media stuff we were talking about too yeah definitely yeah good stuff do we have like a, it. Is it next week we have a guest, or is it the week after?
1: Um, let's see. Trey said he could maybe come on March second.
0: That's next week, dude. Is that next week? Yeah, today's the twenty-fourth.
1: Oh my gosh, time is flying but Yeah, so we'll try to have on a special guest, Trey Hill, That's next right. week. If not, the show will be about something else.
0: And we'll we'll interrupt with <laughs> with tangents. And man, I got to clear that tangent out of there. We would Yeah, you got to.
1: Yeah, that'll. That, we'd probably at least lose. 10 angry listeners.
0: Uh-huh. 10 over 20. That. Yeah. We're moving on up, dude. I think people are just fascinated that I'm so immature on this show. You know?
1: <laughs> I know. It is like <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde with you, these yeah. two shows. Yeah. yeah. The
0: other one's script. Well, not scripted, but it's all I bring serious. out the
1: worst in you, Ted. <sighs> Wade. I think that's dude. it.
0: Is it beer time yet?
1: It is. almost. Well, is I, it, have to go is to, it, I have to go to a photo shoot, so it's it not Is it beer for me. 30? It is somewhere for someone.
0: You got to have this fracker beer, dude. It's, uh,
1: horizontal drilling is the way of the future, you know? That. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. Dallas has so many great new bars and pubs and things nowadays with, uh, beers from all over the place that, um, what did you get it, uh,
0: good friend? Last night,
1: it was a Sierra the Nevada. Uh, the Sierra Nevada you told me, yeah, yeah. Quad ten percent alcohol beer. It was delicious. It was yeah, those are good. and strong. What I like about those kind of beers, these really expensive premium beers like Chimay and Duvel and everything else, is that like you can just have one beer, two beers, and sip on them and feel great and not be bloated and you know you don't have to have a six pack. Not me, dude. I'm way past that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta
0: knock them back. No, I'm teasing. You, you no, take on a growler. You, you're a cheap date when you drink the heavy beer. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it takes yeah. less. Yeah. You know what's funny though is it's like you know we've been um, we went out to dinner the other night and we went to it was Thai food and we got Karen Ichiban which I, I oh, used yeah. to be a heavy beer for me. Yeah. And now we've been drinking all this good stuff. It just wasn't as it kind of
1: it, it's it kind of like a light beer. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. a Corona, a, Asian Corona.
0: It's kind of like, why am I even drinking this kind of thing? You know? <laughs> An iced tea would have tasted better, but sorry, oh, that was a cheap shot man. <laughs> cheap shot.
1: Somebody working for Kieran now is like, oh, son. well,
0: yeah, you know, though, I don't trust any of that stuff anymore. I want to use another word because, you know, there's there's craft beer, which is the big thing now in the United States. Yeah. You gotta, and then there's crafty beer. You know the difference, right? No. Okay. Craft beer is like, you know, Dogfish Head, Eel River, whatever. Right. You know, the good stuff. Stone. You know, there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sierra Nevada, I think technically they're a pretty big company. Well, you know, the, the first big one in the U.S. If you want to – now we're talking about beer, but the history of beer. The first big one was Samuel Adams out of Boston. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the first kind of craft industry, even though – Small, breweries, a yeah, a small brewery, micro breweries. Yeah, small breweries. And then, okay, so, you know, the, the big two is what it is now. InBev and um, – what's the other one? Amstel. Um, no, Anheuser Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know those are the two huge ones. Well, they will put out these little craft beer look-alikes to try to oh, bleed and that's into what that market. Is when they try to that, look,
1: like, look like small breweries, yeah, but they're not. It's crafty beer. Yeah, if you look on the back, you can see like made by Anheuser busch or made by Miller or whatever. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, oh yeah, dude, like all that stuff. Shock Top, Blue Moon. It's like they're all made to look like they're small companies. And the stuff's not that great. That's the, you know, it's like, dude, if you're going to do that, just make a kick ass beer, you know?
1: And that's what we're trying to tell you on this photography show is <laughs> check your beer labels, people. Yeah, okay. Check,
0: the, check those labels, man. If it's crafty, don't drink it, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, stay away. You know, though, uh, it's really hard because we do talk about beer sometimes. And yeah. every now and then, somebody else who likes beer, um, somebody hit me up on Twitter a couple weeks ago and they were like, because I was tweeting about that Eel River stuff.
1: We could just start a beer show. Oh, we should, man. The beer oh. show,
0: and we could drink on the show. Yeah, I'd taste it and like talk about mm, notes of lime. And that
1: you know. would be even yeah. If we think it's bad now, oh yeah, we could be beer curators. Um, so anyway,
0: so but the uh, this dude from England said, "Well, where can I get the Eel River?" Because I'd been kind of that was my favorite beer. It's mm-hmm. still a really good one. It's organic too. It's amazing. Um, anyway, uh, but they said, "Where can I get it?" And I'm like, "Well." That's the. It's hard to get this stuff even in the U.S. Like over state lines. Like there's certain beers that you can get in Texas. They may may not
1: be able to ship internationally. Yeah,
0: like I can get beer from California and New York, and you know. But if you go to Minnesota, all of a sudden you can't get those. You have a different network that they have there. Wouldn't
1: Europe have their own set of craft beers?
0: Yeah, well, I think they are now. But see, here's the deal: is like, you know, England, dude. That was the original beer, man. That stuff's awesome. Mm -hmm. Not all of it, but uh, you like Samuel Smith's? Yeah, that's good stuff, dude.
1: Exactly. I'm and, going and, to Bel- I'm going to Belgium one day just for the beer. Oh, I've been to Belgium for the beer. And to take some pictures. I, I was
0: in Brussels for a day one time. And uh, it sounds like a comedy line from Don Rickles or something. <laughs> Spent the month there one night. Uh no, I, I was the last time I was in Belgium, I was in Brussels for one day and all I did was eat uh was it like the waffles, the Belgian waffles uh-huh. and drink beer. And I got on the, I got on the uh, Eurostar to go back to London that night. And it was like, you know, when you're a little kid and it's Christmas and all you've eaten is candy all day, Uh, I'm sitting there and I'm hungry for like real food and I'm not feeling too
1: good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think I got like,
1: I don't know, a hot dog or something. I, anyway, it was weird. You consumed more calories than you ever should have, but you were hungry. Yes. I I, I still have that weight with me to this day. And that's another episode of the Photography slash Gear Show. <laughs> photography, Bruce Show. <sighs> Tangents. All well, right, we've dude. kind of been all over the place this time, but I think we've covered some good Q&A questions. We I'm not apologizing. Thank, uh, Tyler for coming on last time. We're looking forward to having Trey and other photographers and other photography people yeah, dude, come we, on the show here in the future. One
0: day we'll have Tyler pop in and come back, man. He was, uh, he was good. There's yeah. more there. Yeah. He's, we're not done with him. Tell him to go on his little safari or whatever, but we'll hit him up again.
1: We'll do a show on the safari. Yes, the safari show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I need to get something to eat or something.
1: I would do that. I need to edit besides, the show and get macaroni. it online.
0: All right, dude. We're there. All right. Thank you for listening once again, everybody. This has been The Photography Show. See ya.